You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very, very happy to be here with you. Good Lord, what a, what a news day we have for you today. At a certain point, I had to just stop gathering news. Like there's, there's still news out there that we're not going to be able to get to today. Because at a certain point, I think, it, I, think I crossed the line into uh, actually abusing my crew by just piling on how much news I'm making them uh, print out and gather videos for. Uh, there's just a lot of news. I don't know what to tell you. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of news. There's more news than we can possibly get to today, but we'll try to get to all of it. We'll begin today as we do every day with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 1st of September, 2023. Start off with a heartbreaking story from the Gateway Pundit. Joe Biggs sobs in court after he's sentenced to 17 years in prison. Former InfoWars reporter, contributor, someone I consider my personal friend, really drives home what we're up against and what the price people are not willing to pay but being forced to pay for support of free speech and attempting to take our country back from the globalists. As this article reports, observers in the courtroom broke out in tears as Judge Timothy Kelly sentenced Joseph Biggs to 204 months in prison for walking in the Capitol building for approximately 20 minutes during the Capitol riot on January 6th. Kelly noted prior offenders who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy had all murdered people, attempted to murder masses of people, bombed or attempted to bomb buildings and planes and committed other violent crimes that resulted in mass casualty. But the Trump-appointed federal judge proceeded to throw the book at the decorated veteran who earned two Purple Hearts while serving in Iraq and Afghanistan wars, warning Big's trespassing violation and shaking a fence for a moment as Congress secured Biden's presidency warrants severe penalty. And we'll get into that story a little bit more and explain to you just how thoroughly our justice system has been warped and compromised and rigged against American patriots. Our prayers go out to him. Again, we'll get back to that story. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis's $50 million super PAC has closed after donors were spooked by rookie mistakes. Strategist John Thomas secured $50 million in donations for the Ron to the Rescue PAC, but the group will shut down after donors had second thoughts on the campaign after basic errors. Another, another chime in the death knell of Ron DeSantis and his poorly advised presidential campaign. Meanwhile, from InfoWars.com, UN publishes final draft of declaration that targets misinformation – as they back the WHO pandemic treaty, the United Nations, no fan of free speech and its plans to address so-called misinformation, disinformation, hate speech and stigmata- uh, stigmatization is on the verge of being finalized. Again, we'll tell you what's included in that new catastrophic threats to your freedom to think, learn and tell the truth. And another story in political persecution, the judge in Georgia has said that Donald Trump's Georgia trial will be televised and live streamed. Former President Donald Trump's criminal trial in Fulton County, Georgia, will be televised and live streamed on the Internet. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee announced Thursday they'll allow reporters to use their computer and cell phones inside the courtroom so long as they're not used to record the trial. This announcement is aligned with Fulton County policy that broadcasts judicial proceedings on its YouTube channel. 
That'll be that'll be a wonderful distraction, won't it? Won't that be fun to watch? Finally, we have this hashtag ban the ACL trends on Twitter after uh, ADL uh, trends on Twitter after ADL CEO meets with ex CEO on expanding censorship. Boy, they have been getting some heat on Twitter. We'll talk a lot about that today. We'll talk all about the ADL. Why it's not just not a you know anti-Semitic to despise and want to destroy the ADL. Uh, it's actually your your uh, responsibility as a patriot to oppose this censorious and self-appointed group. Three one three nine. It's Friday, September first, year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. We're talking a lot about the ADL today. We're talking about just the globalist conspiracy, how it's manifesting. We've got autonomous robots being built by the tens of thousands to replace uh, human beings in war. We've got globalist colonies being built around the world and around the U.S. as the globalists seek to uh, uh, siphon themselves off or, or silo themselves off from the consequences of their policies. We've got political persecution. We've got a Canadian murder hoax. We've got all sorts of political news. Just a ton to cover today. We'll open up the phone lines for your calls as well. And we'll be welcoming a guest in the third hour to talk about transhumanism and the inexorable rise of the machines. A lot of this news is not fun. Mocking the ADL will be fun. Stay tuned for that. We're gonna go. We're gonna go heavy on the ADL today. But it's Friday morning. We do want to start with a, at least a little bit of joy, a little bit of fun. If you can't laugh at the civilization crumbling around you, well, then how are you gonna find joy in life? So we'll go to clip number one first. Here's a. <laughs> The president of the United States, Joe Biden, calling his secretary of transportation, Pete Booty Juice. Let's watch. Thank you, Secretary Booty Juice. <laughs> Somebody help that man. <laughs> <laughs> president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. thing is i don't even know if he's pronouncing it wrong i still don't know how to pronounce the man's name but a geek booty juice booty jeege I, I still don't know i still don't know but there you go all right that you know we can have we can have a little bit more fun too we got another clip that's uh that's kind of funny here uh, clip number four this is the uk defense secretary his name is grant shapps and he's uh, making an exciting announcement about the total and complete surrender of national sovereignty 
to international globalist forces. He's very excited to do this, and he's got a special guest to make this announcement. Clip number four, here's UK Defense Secretary Grant Shapps. Well, as you know, I've just taken over the Department of Energy Security and Net Zero. One of the most important thing is to do the transition. And what better way to get a hand, helping hand on this than with this gentleman right here? Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Hey, oh, to be meeting with you. And you too as well. We are going to be discussing this uh, energy breakthrough, the, the way to uh, transition the entire world to uh, Net Zero, uh, but make sure that we've got good, reliable, cheap energy. So looking forward to working together on all this. Fantastic. Have you ever seen have you ever seen a robot really try hard to be convincingly human? You ever see you, I think you just did. I think you just did. I just I don't know. Do you think he knew this was happening? Like was this little pre-planned thing uh, for our radio listeners? That was Bill Gates uh, lurking shadily behind the, like behind a poster. And this guy's like, I just took over uh, energy security and net zero. Like, right, I just took over the, the part of the government that's going to depopulate the planet by restricting the food supply. And I'm here with Bill Gates. And it's Bill Gates just like, hello, yes. Hi, I am a good pleasure to meet you, sir. <laughs> He's so uncomfortable. He's so awkward. These are the people driving us towards extinction. It's uh, really something else. I wonder if he's just like, I will do a little video, Bill. I'll take off my phone, do a little introduction. You go look over over there in the shadow. You go look in the shadow like a creep, and I'll pan over to you when it's time. And just to make sure not to say anything charismatic or, or uh, genial whatsoever. Just sort of uh, say some uh, blanket uh, human statement, if you will, please. Sorry, I want to play it again. Can we play it again? I just want to revel in the fact that the people that are trying to destroy humanity – have such a hard time being human themselves. Like maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is like a true revenge of the nerds type of thing where the the nerds have like a seething hatred and, and uh, just sort of jealousy of the jocks. They just want to destroy them. Like maybe this is just like people that aren't quite human. They're not all there and they just hate humans because we're human. I mean maybe that's it. It's just jealousy, envy. A seething desire to see us destroyed. Let's let's watch this again and just <laughs> it's like there used to be a time if you wanted to be a despotic, hateful tyrant, you had to have some pizzazz. You had to have some some attractiveness, some charisma. You had to rile people up. You had to appeal to their their emotions. Now it's just these like creepy middle aged pudgy men with really high voices just being like. We're just, we're gonna save the world. We're gonna save the world from humans by killing them all. And uh, I think this is a great example of it, of Bill Gates just, just lurking in the background like a creep and uh, basically says, like, what, what you say if you're like a telemarketer, right? You like calling, good evening, sir. How are you doing this evening? Right? Just very, um, robotic, inhuman, disconnected. And awkward. Let's uh, go now again to uh, to Bill Gates trying his best to be human. Let's watch. 
Well, as you know, I've just taken over the department of NG security and net zero. One this of the guy's excited. To he's, got some, he's high energy. And what better way to get a hand, helping hand on this than with this gentleman right here? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hey, great to be meeting with you. And you too as well. <laughs> we are going to be discussing this. Uh, Hello, it's great. The, the way to uh, be meeting with you. World to, <laughs> oh, I bet uh, it is. Zero. No, you seem very uh, excited and happy. Cheap energy. So looking forward to working together on all this. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Good, great. We done with the little video now? We have trillions to kill. Amazing stuff, truly. It, it, it almost is like a brilliant illustration of just how glo- globalism works. You have an excited, uh, just vaguely charismatic front man who's going to be the politician to enact the policies, but lurking right behind him, just out of frame is the creepy technocratic billionaire who's actually pulling the strings. It's actually a brilliant illustration of everything that we're up against. So thank you for that unintended insight into the structure of the world's power. See, now now, I've, now I feel bad because we're going to – the next story we're going to cover, we're going to totally shift gears. I at least wanted to start on a high note. At least wanted to start poking fun at the globalist psychos. But – when we get back, we will talk about Joe Biggs, and we will treat it with all of the sadness it deserves, I guess you could say. We're going to be, uh, yeah, talking about a lot of just depressing madness today. We'll try to keep it upbeat, and we'll try to remember that uh, we're not going to get bogged down in this. We have to th- thread the needle Walk the tightrope between acknowledging what a horrific situation we find ourselves in and how it's only getting worse while understanding that if we want it to get better, if we want to stop these bad times, if we want to reverse the trajectory of humanity and reclaim greatness, then we can't let all of this bad news weigh us down. In fact, we have to oppose it with everything we've got. We will do that. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way we get support. But best of all, it has incredible products that will improve your life if taken as directed and especially combined with a positive lifestyle, as we were covering yesterday with the Blue Zones. It turns out if you want longevity, if you want a long, healthy, prosperous, and happy life, you need community, you need religion, you need faith, joy and to be eating right and supplementing because frankly the food we're getting does not have the ingredients that we need no matter how healthy it is so make sure you're doing what you need to for your health and for the info war at infowarsstore.com we'll be right back don't go anywhere the globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots of the electromagnetic 5g or the gmo crops they're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals I want that to thank the you all EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. Legal bills, One of the top pesticides bills. used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically like turn your son into a feminized mutant. 
You want us to look fight it up? Don't Sounds let like them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter it's system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters. Folks have already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons for you to replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWarsTore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount. Sorry, the lowest price out there. You need this filter. But I'm asking it's just you a mask. It's, on air. it's just six to feet. It's just non-essential businesses. It's just non-essential workers. It's just until we work it out. You are. It's just a bar. We've raised like twenty-five thousand dollars. It's just a restaurant. Hours. That sounds great. It's just nursing homes. A million dollars. It's just schools. I think in the next month. It's just to keep from overwhelming medical services. It's just until the cases go down. It's just to flatten the curve. It's just to keep others feeling safe. It's just for a few more weeks. It's just gyms, salons, spas, and sporting events. It's just churches and mosques. It's just singing. I can't do it. Just travel. It's just until we get a vaccine. It's just for the greater good. It's just fact-checking. Not censorship. I need your support. It's just mandatory. It isn't just at all. Visit defendjones.com to help fight back today. Some of the great comments. You're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Very sad, although not unexpected occurrence yesterday. Former InfoWars reporter, Patriot veteran, Purple Heart winner, Joe Biggs, sentenced to 17 years in prison for a nonviolent crime. That crime being inside the Capitol for 20 minutes long after the doors had been opened. Gateway Pundit has the story. Joe Biggs sobs in court after he's sentenced to 17 years. Observers in the courtroom broke out in tears as Judge Timothy Kelly sentenced Joseph Biggs to 204 months in prison for walking in the Capitol building for approximately 20 minutes during the Capitol riot on January 6th. Now, the government sought 33 years. For Biggs, Judge Kelly ceded that uh, to the defense that the government sentencing recommendation was egregious. Oh, yeah, 33, totally egregious, 17, perfectly reasonable. Didn't hurt anybody, didn't threaten anybody, didn't do anything wrong, did nothing wrong. That's the point that needs to be emphasized here. Nothing he did is even illegal. It's not even inappropriate. Wasn't even against like the rules of the cap. He walked into the Capitol after the doors are open. He wasn't a part of the violence. He certainly didn't instigate the violence. Showed up after the protest turned into a riot. Walked through the Capitol, shook a fence, and for that they added terrorism enhancements. And again, we're in this situation where alone this is an egregious despicable, really vile abuse of the judicial system. 
to ch- to uh, charge not just a dissident but a political opponent of the ruling party specifically because he is a leader of the right-wing activists. Alone it would be enough to illustrate to anybody who's con- actually concerned about freedom of speech, liberty, justice, political representation alone. It would be more than enough evidence of just how far we've fallen. But then you compare it to the way that actual violent criminals are treated in this country or actual violent political terrorism is being treated in this country. Remind you, Denver is just the latest city, along with Philadelphia and New York and several others, to award millions of dollars in prizes to the people who burned their cities down. People who are burning their cities, attacking their police, violating curfew. They're all getting ten, twenty thousand dollars checks from the government for doing that, despite being significantly more dangerous and illegal than anything Joe Biggs did. So again, to to fully encapsulate what this is alone, it's that bad when you compare it to what else is going on around this country in terms of the justice system. It's it's dizzying, like it, it makes my head spin. Understanding that this isn't some this isn't some rant from Alex Jones twenty years ago, where he's like, "This is what's coming," and you're like, "Whoa, that sounds terrifying! I can't believe like that's crazy." There's no way that guy must be out of his mind because there's no way. No, it's here. It's happening. It has occurred. It is going on as we speak. And good men that we know that I know personally and I've spent time with, that I've gone to protest with and seen the way that this guy does everything he can to avoid violence, does everything he can to keep things within the bounds of law, did everything he could in leading groups of activists to keep it peaceful and make sure that constitutionally protected expression of political belief was the paramount purpose of what they went out and did. And then to see this guy go away for 17 years meaning he will not see his young daughter until she is fully grown. Makes me lightheaded. It's, uh, it's almost too much to, to deal with. The article continues, Kelly noted prior offenders who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy, which they were. Remember, the court said, by its own admission, unspoken conspiracy. It's an unspoken conspiracy. So they're mind readers. They read the mind of Joe Biggs and decided that he had somehow telepathically designed the riot that he wasn't even a part of and is therefore responsible for it. Not kidding. That's their quote. Unspoken conspiracy. They're now charging people with now. Who is safe? Who is safe if you can be charged with unspoken conspiracy with people, other people committing crimes that you have nothing to do with? Kelly noted prior offenders who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy had all murdered people, attempted to murder masses of people, bombed or attempted to bomb buildings and planes, and committed other violent crimes that resulted in mass casualties. But the Trump-appointed federal judge proceeded to throw the book at the decorated veteran who'd earned two Purple Hearts while serving in Iraq and Afghanistan wars, warning Biggs' trespassing violation and shaking of offense for a moment as Congress secured Biden's presidency warrants severe penalty. 
Biggs' family was unfortunately not able to be present at the proceeding as Biggs' mother is ill with cancer as she now raises his six-year-old daughter. Attending trial or visiting her son in jail puts her at risk of being terminated from her job, as other family members of J6 defendants have after employers catch wind of their association with a defendant deemed a J6 terrorist by the government. So you're a veteran. You've been injured in the line of duty. You're a war hero. You don't like what's happening, politics in your country. You organize protests. You become a leader of a nonviolent activist group. You do everything that any good citizen should feel compelled to do when you see your country going down a a dark path for the crime of walking through the Capitol for 20 minutes and shaking a fence. You are now ripped away from your family and are going to miss the entirety of your six-year-old daughter's childhood and young adulthood. This, of course, immediately following month upon month upon month of unrestricted arson, violence, chaos, mob attacks, rioting during the Black Lives Matter rallies. Those people have not only been spared jail, they're being rewarded with $10,000 checks from the city government because they were arrested for committing crimes. They were, they, you know, the city puts a curfew out, people break it, they get arrested, and now they're getting checks For tens of thousands of dollars, people who do Molotov cocktails and actually help to make and distribute Molotov cocktails at some of these riots, completely spared jail time. I mean, how much more is there to say about this? And, and, you know, we used to talk about conspiracy because it used to be He had a very small number of people that would be involved in these schemes and plots to manufacture crises and then steal rights. We're at the point now where it's the judge and the media and the public. I mean, it's like we are just saturated with people that not only think this is fair and right, they're like happy, they're glad. They're laughing. They think he deserves it. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands is down, this is the, the most ultimate concentrated, product on the market bone has returned to InfoWorksStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1 to 5% of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off InfoWarsStore.com and put your... InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host... 
Harrison Smith. All right, folks, so much to cover on today's program. We'll, we'll try to just power through some of this stuff. We'll finish up with a very brutal and upsetting injustice perpetrated on fellow info warrior Joe Biggs. Here in this segment, we'll talk a little bit about some of the other outrageous lies and uh, misfortunes saddled on us by the mainstream media. And then the next segment, we'll show you a, an exclusive teaser for something that Alex Jones is up to. Stay tuned for that. We'll talk a little bit about COVID. We have a lot to talk about, and I, and I got to dedicate an appropriate amount of time to absolutely savage the uh, ADL. So we'll, we'll try to cram all this in, but let's just finish up with the uh, some of the details of this sentencing to, of Joe Biggs. He, of course, got 17 years in prison for literally nothing. Matt Walsh has this. A man just got 17 years in prison for tearing down a fence on January 6th. Meanwhile, a guy responsible for burning down an entire police station to the ground during Black Lives Matter riots got only four years. No sane person thinks this is justice. I would agree. I think there's only two types of people. There's people that see this as an egregious and frankly terrifying step towards the totalitarian dictatorship. That's being built around us. And the other half of people are excited for this dictatorship, are proud of this dictatorship. They want it. They desire it. They've been somehow bamboozled into thinking that if you just if you just lock up those guys, then we'll be good from now on. Right. Just like nobody, nobody's out there like. Well, it's very unfortunate and sad that it happened, but hey, it was, this is justice, and he's got to, you know, take his punishment just like anybody else would. Like, don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. There's people that recognize what, what a crime this is, what a violation of our every American principle that this represents, and there's the people that hate those American principles, see them as barriers, to their total control and are excited to see them abolished. That's really what you need to understand. Nobody is, nobody's confused out there about whether this is tyranny or not. There's just people that are in favor of the tyranny and they see this as yet another victory in the war against patriotic Americans and the bill of rights and the things that establish our ability to resist and oppose them. This is from an NBC article. Matt Walsh posted the image. It says U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly handed down Biggs' sentence. He ruled earlier in Thursday's hearing that Biggs' tearing down of a fence that stood between police and rioters qualified him for terrorism sentencing enhancement sought by prosecutors. Destroying the fence was a, quote, deliberate, meaningful step that contributed to the disruption of the electoral vote count occurring in the Capitol, Kelly said. So he knocked down a hastily erected temporary fence. And that makes him a terrorist. That makes and, him a domestic terrorist. And he didn't actually uh, stop the vote. 
didn't disturb the vote whatsoever. Obviously, we never intended to stop the vote. Showed up after the riot began. Committed no violence against anyone. Nobody knocked down, he knocked down some chain link, though, so, you know, him and Osama bin Laden, right? Not, not much of a difference, like, smuggling a bomb into an arena and killing a bunch of children, terrorist, knocking a fence down outside the Capitol, terrorist, right? They, these are the same things now. And, of course, then comparing it to a man who literally burnt a police station down, getting only four years, which I think is actually kind of been appropriate thing burn down a police station but nobody dies nobody gets hurt you know, four years that, that makes sense to me 17 years for a non-violent crime if you can even call it a crime uh, julie kelly's been co- uh, covering this quite a bit she says judge tim kelly just made the destruction of a part of temporary metal fence on government property a federal crime of terrorism said removal of fence was part of proud boys conspiracy to influence the conduct of government which i remind you according to the court was an unspoken conspiracy which i would love to hear that explained this dramatically increases the base level of jail time for joe biggs and kelly will no doubt do the same for other proud boys she says knew it was coming but still flabbergasted uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna reach out, to Julie. I want to talk to Julie Kelly about this next week sometime because she's been covering the trial very closely and reporting on all of the outrageous inconsistencies when it comes to the way right wing activists are treated by this government, this regime. Shifting uh, shifting gears a little bit here. This story came out a few days ago, but. Once again, it's just like we've been proven right. We've been right about this since the beginning. We told you this from the very beginning, from the instant that this hoax got going. InfoWars was on top of it and telling you the truth about it, only to have to wait two years to be proven incontrovertibly correct, despite it being obvious from the beginning. The latest from New York Post says this. No human remains found two years after claims of mass graves in Canada. After two years of horror stories about the alleged mass graves of indigenous children at residential schools across Canada, a series of recent excavations at suspected sites has turned up no human remains. Some academics and politicians say it's further evidence that the stories are unproven. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's evidence that this conspiracy goes deeper than we thought. I mean, maybe, you know, we didn't find the mass graves because the people who carried them out snuck in and, and stole the bones and, and used them for something else nefarious. I don't know. I mean, if we believed the lie the first time, uh, you know, just because there's incontrovertible evidence, you're just going to not believe it anymore. I mean, come on. Come on. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name, but a group of indigenous people known as the Pine Creek First Nation excavated 14 sites in the basement of Our Lady of Seven Sorrows Catholic Church near the Pine Creek Residential School in Manitoba during four weeks this summer. So the so-called anomalies that were first detected during uh, using ground penetrating radar. But on August 18th, Chief Derek Nepenik of remote Pine Creek Indian Reserve said no remains were found. He referred to the efforts as the, quote, initial excavation, leading some who are skeptical of the original claims to think even more events are planned. So this was a hoax. This was an absolute fabricated from the ground up hoax that was not only created out of whole cloth without any the shred of evidence to believe this, which, again, we knew from the very beginning. We'll have to go back and find our reports on this where we laid out exactly how intangible these claims were, how false they were. This is a blood libel against white people and against Catholics. It's exactly what it is. But this was actually 
a, a series of surveys of ground penetrating radar where there's just like a rock under the ground. They go, that's a body. Uh, t- tally it up. Another dead child to blame on the settlers of Canada so we can exact revenge on their ancestors. So these things, this was a hoax carried out by the government, funded by the government to carry out these surveys. And then the government media in Canada spread the the story of the hoax, which inspired thousands of people to actually commit violent crime and property crime as revenge for this completely fabricated, non-existent Holocaust. Okay? Again, we've known it from the beginning. And I would like to... I mean, I would like to see people punished. I mean, if you carry out a hoax like this, if you're responsible for the lies that weren't in, you know, it wasn't uh, inconsequential. In fact, July 4th of this year, TNC.news published a map of the 83 churches that have been vandalized or burned to the ground since residential schools announcement. 83 Christian churches in Canada have been vandalized, burned down, or desecrated since the announcement of the apparent discovery of graves found near a residential school in British Columbia. Since then, three other First Nations have announced similar findings at burial sites located near former residential schools, and they list the 83 churches, some of which were burned to the ground, some of which were Uh, vandalized and desecrated with slogans about the mass deaths that never existed. It was an entire hoax. I didn't realize this was back this week. I thought it was next week. I come in this morning, it's back in the warehouse, ready to roll. Bonnie's ultimate turmeric formula. And the first thing I did was pop these bad boys. Excited to announce, sold out for Over six, seven, eight months. Body's ultimate turmeric formula, the strongest humanoid out there. Is. Most turmeric is five percent. Right a great to the thing top, for you. Folks. Even if you buy bags of it, that's what curry is. Right Tastes to the great. Top. I'm addicted With to it. That's it for ninety-five percent humanoid. This is ninety-five percent humanoid. Again, most turmeric formulas are five percent. Some are maybe ten. The other strongest brands are seventy-five percent. This is ninety. We went to a top manufacturer years ago. Super confident. And we said, how so much more does it like cost taking 10 of the to know the strongest you can do it? They said, we'll get back with you. They said, we can go more. 95. That's so the they're available at InfoWorks.com. We didn't want that. We said, do Bodies, it. It costs like $3 to more formulas. On top of the price. Almost eight months. Strongest back in stock at InfoWorks.com. immune system. Or triple eight. Flexibility support. Five, three, three, one, three, nine. It is rocking. The eugenicists over 100 years back, ago were very public about their plans. They financed these universities. They ran full-page stories and gone. advertisements pushing their propaganda. The New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know I mean, this, it is a bad this, this thing right leg has been and must be handled. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of their sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-national daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of this, but I like to make it as well. I like to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative. And then all sit down together and have a communal event. That'll be ten weeks until survival shields attacking and bombarding. It's our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us. To say anything, to say anything, to say anything. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. would defend the mask of the shots with a coherent argument. None of them can change my mind. 
about not wanting the COVID charity protocols to come back. I didn't take a shot, and I'm thankful for you for, that I didn't do that because you you awakened me to a lot of things. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Tell us real quick, would you like to wear a mask again or try to bring the mandates back? I do not want to wear So you're not? Well, come tell us. <laughs> you won't? Well, all right, you better speak up. They're coming to do it. So I'd say what? Five to one or against it? Please don't give the poison shots. Alex Jones turned out to be right. And Bill Gates and Fauci and Klaus Schwab, they turned out to be wrong because they were lying on purpose and they need to go to prison for what they've done. But the leftists, they don't like us. They want us to shut up. They want to shut you up. But we're not going to shut up because we're a blood club. We have only begun to fight in the information war. Join the Mug Club and get one month free with promo code AlexJonesCrowder.com. JonesCrowder.com. Isn't that the URL you need to go to? Yeah, Alex Jones was uh, on the pedestrian bridge here in Austin, Texas, just desperately trying to get somebody to defend the reignition of the pandemic. Couldn't find a lot of people. Couldn't find a lot of people. Now we're going to go along with this scam, but they are pushing it, and we have actually some pretty incredible news when it comes to COVID today. First and foremost, of course, we uh, Alex Jones broke this story just days before the coordinated rollout of mandates hit American shores once again. Newsweek has this story, mask mandate update as CDC responds to speculation. Responds to speculation. In other words, well, we cut them off at the pass. They were going to quietly implement this, expecting everybody to go along with it, until Alex Jones blew up their whole operation, and now they're on the back foot having to scramble and try to explain why they are insisting on enforcing, yet again, ridiculous, ineffective, hugely damaging, and psychologically paralyzing treatments for covid the center for disease control and prevention has responded to speculation that it may be considering the return of mask mandates amid a rise in coronavirus infections linked to the emergence of new variants in the virus a spokesperson for the agency told newsweek it currently has no intention to call for a return to mask mandates but didn't deny that this might change if cases for the new variant were to rise significantly okay saying the cdc does not issue mandates we make recommendations and they are based on the current circumstances they said, we will continue monitoring and will adjust our recommendations accordingly. So they might, they might still uh, demand, I'm sorry, recommend that you wear masks that don't stop the virus or maybe lock down, not stopping the virus. I mean, they're still, they still have these ineffectual, totally pointless, totally tyrannical measures in their back pocket, but they're not taking them out quite yet. So rest easy. 
Some private institutions, hospital operators, and colleges have reintroduced the requirement for staff or visitors to wear masks while at their sites to limit the spread of the new variants, which have recently emerged, prompting conjecture that fresh COVID restrictions may be on the horizon. Yeah, speculation, speculation. When it's announced to the government agencies that they will, in fact, have a mask mandate and a vaccine mandate coming again, that's uh, speculation because it doesn't come from official channels, even though it came from people in the know. InfoWars has this story this morning. Half of vaccinated people may never stop producing spike protein, study finds. Hey, remember how we were told that the vaccine stays in the arm and the harmless spike protein is only produced for a couple days? They said they were sure of that, despite no data to confirm their statements. Well, sadly, it turns out they lied to us. The data are now in, and it proves such claims wrong. A clever scientific study by Bragna et al. just published detected the presence of spike protein in COVID-vaccinated people six months after vaccination and excluded the possibility of cross-contamination of experimental data with wild-circulating COVID infections. The study's authors used a sensitive test called the mass spectrometry mass spectrometry to detect a specific amino acid sequence that exists only in the vaccine-induced spike protein. To remind readers, mRNA COVID vaccines contain genetic code to produce the so-called spike protein, a component of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that allows the virus to penetrate and infect human cells. The penetration process, called fusion, the viral spike protein changes shape, becomes a spear of sorts penetrating the cell surface. They said this would only happen for a few days. Now it turns out it's still producing spike proteins even half a year after the vaccine. And, of course, the spike protein has massive uh, causes massive issues throughout the body and can penetrate the blood-brain barrier and uh, gathers and things like the testes and ovaries and is probably responsible for a large number of the unintended side effects as well as, you know, like heart attacks and that sort of thing. From Alex Berenson on his Substack, very urgent, the mRNA COVID jab damages immune system responses to other viruses in children, a new study finds. Kids who got Pfizer's mRNA COVID jabs had weakened immune response to other viruses and bacteria, Australian researchers reported in a study published last week. The diminished response appeared within weeks after the second COVID dose, uh, Pfizer dose rather, the authors found. Blood taken from the children produced fewer crucial signaling molecules when stimulated with several common potential bacteria and viruses. Over time, the immune response to bacteria returned to normal, but the diminished response to viruses lasted at least six months for as long as the researchers collected data. Our study showed that in children, SARS-CoV-2 mRNA vaccination decreases inflammatory cytokine responses, the authors wrote. Cytokines are interferon uh, like interferon, play a crucial role in the immune system, helping it attack viruses and other foreign invaders. The study was small, including only 29 children aged 6 to 11. Further, the study's size and tiny number of participants meant the researchers could not correlate real-world clinical outcomes, such as increased severity of infections with the diminished immune responses. But that is the uh, outcome of this, is that uh, children who take the COVID jab actually have a lessened and weakened immune system when it comes to other viruses, which is pretty incredible. We also have this story from conservativewomen.co.uk. Deaths up 14%, births down 28%, disability up 37% in just a single year. This in New Zealand. The short summary 
of these numbers accompanying the release of horrifying figures compares those of the previous 12 months and reports, is, reports an increase in deaths and reduction in live births. The 2023 figures would have been better compared with July 18, uh, 2018 to June 2019, the first available pre-pandemic period. Then it goes over you know, how they got these numbers. Death among 15 to 64-year-olds were up by 6%. Figures released by the Household Labor Force Survey report the rate of disability sufficient to preclude joining the workforce among this group has increased by 37.5% over the same period and now stands at 14.3% of the workforce. That is absolutely huge. Alarmingly, live births fell from 26,500 to 19,185 over the course of a couple of years, or comparing 2018-19 to 2022-23, a decrease of 7,400, or 28%. That is an unprecedented drop. Unprecedented. COVID deaths during this period averaged around two or three per week and can be discounted as a casual factor for the increase of deaths, nor is aging population sufficient to explain the figures. So deaths massively up, births massively down, disability to the extent that it prevents you from working also massively up at a time when COVID is largely non-existent, certainly not the – it's not important enough for them to uh, actually blame this on. I think I'll – I think I may continue this coverage in the next segment um, as there's a pretty disturbing theory about what's going on with COVID and how – the vax is a time release death bomb. Yeah, we'll get into that in the next segment. I do want to remind you that like all of these all of these topics, everything we report on, it's actually not that complicated. We're right about everything. It's pretty simple. We're right about everything. You know why? Because we don't know the answer. We say we don't know. If we aren't sure what we're talking about, we don't go to air with it. So whether it's the Residential schools in Canada being a complete hoax, the vaccine being a time-release death shot, or anything in between, InfoWars has been right from the beginning. Hope you can support us in this mission to be correct all the time by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Second hour on the other side. Don't go anywhere, folks. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength. And they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed products that are which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available. Ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. Tell us about the other products you've got people that need to get. American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal. We'll take your phone calls this hour. We'll be joined in the third hour by Joe Allen. 
who's an AI and transhumanist expert. We'll be talking about what what they have in store for us. Isn't that exciting? But I'm going to spend this first five minutes here talking about a theory I saw on the most trustworthy of sites, 4chan. 4chan is, a, is an interesting place. It's like uh, going there is like jumping into a cesspit. I'm pretty sure there might be a diamond at the bottom of that cesspit, that pool of detritus. And occasionally you, you find one. Some of our biggest stories have come from 4chan, and this may be no exception. So I'm just going to read what was posted, and the research I've done bears this theory out. I leave it up to you to make a final conclusion. Here's what this anonymous poster said. He says, I think we, I figured out what's happening with COVID. The following information is based on interpreting peer-researched, uh, peer-reviewed research. Currently, we have a situation where it appears that vaccination and repeated COVID infections leads to increased IgG4 levels over time, convening the spike protein. So this means that there's likely a specific amount of exposure that will lead to a permanent increased IgG4 synthesis, which will result in a mild COVID infection, 99.9% survivable if never infected, actually killing the host with a high mortality rate, maybe 10 to 50% percent mortality rate with each infection possibly much worse if vaccinated this means the amount of exposure might be contracting covid 30 times 100 times or 10 times over the course of months years or decades to the point your immune system fails you catch covid and you die being vaccinated only speeds this up the below peer-reviewed information uh, that shows rna vaccination can lead to several negative outcomes which would dramatically reduce a person's lifespan So this is actually from this article posted at NIH.gov. IgG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. They say as the immunity provided by these vaccines rapidly wanes, their ability to prevent hospitalizations and severe disease in individuals with comorbidities has recently been questioned. And increasing evidence has shown that with many... Uh, As with many other vaccines, they do not produce sterilizing immunity, allowing people to suffer frequent reinfections. Additionally, recent investigation have found abnormally high levels of IgG4 in people who were administered two or more injections of the mRNA vaccines. They say HIV, malaria, and pertussis vaccines also have been reported to reduce higher than normal IgG4 synthesis. However, emerging emerging evidence suggests that the reported increase – In IgG4 levels detected after repeated vaccination with the mRNA vaccine may not be a protective mechanism. Rather, it constitutes an immune tolerance mechanism to the spike protein that could promote unopposed SARS-CoV-2 infection and replication by suppressing natural antiviral responses. Increased IgG4 synthesis due to repeated mRNA vaccinations with high antigen concentrations may also uh, may also cause autoimmune diseases and promote cancer growth and autoimmune myocarditis in susceptible individuals. Okay, so the more vaccine you take, the more likely it is that you get this increase in IgG4 levels, which may lead to autoimmune diseases, promote cancer growth, and autoimmune myocarditis in susceptible individuals. IgG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. That's the name of the study from the NIH or published on the NIH.gov website. You can read for yourself. COVID infections and IgG4 synthesis appears to be based on ethnicity and race concerning its severity. Asians, then, uh, I'm sorry, South Asian Europe, Europeans, 
Europeans and Africans are affected the most, then South Asians, East Asians, and Ashkenazi Jews. So what I believe this will amount to over time is that European whites may be only able to contract COVID a limited number of times before their immune system stopped recognizing COVID as a threat and lets it multiply out of control, killing the host. Obviously don't know the amount of COVID infections with vaccination that it will take to produce this result. However, I see it playing out something similar to whites contracted 20 times and then IgG4 synthesis occurs, meaning it no longer recognizes that as a disease and it kills you all the way up to back today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Second hour of American Journal is on. Just to sum up what I just talked about, essentially you have two studies from NIH.gov where you can still find them. First is called IgG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, which they talk about the fact that repeated vaccination actually lowers your body's ability to fight uh, COVID-19 or any disease for that matter. And then combine that with the second study, which is called ACE2 coding variants in different populations and their potential impact on SARS-CoV-2 binding affinity. Combine these two and the conclusion that this user came to, which I find intriguing, disturbing, is that the more you get COVID, the less your body is able to respond to it till a certain point that it doesn't respond to it at all and the disease kills you. And so they, you know, uh, combine that with the information from the second study talks about uh, ethnic differences in uh, the body's ability to fight off COVID. And they basically come to the conclusion that this means that different races of people will have different numbers of time that they can get COVID before they reach that critical mass of IgG4 saturation and die. So that may be the mechanics behind the uh, slow kill plan of the COVID vaccine and, and COVID itself. So there you go. I thought that was an interesting uh, thing to consider. Now, we're going to talk a lot about uh, the ADL this hour as they are taking meetings with X despite trying to destroy that company. Very bizarre, and we'll, we'll talk a lot about all that stuff. I also want to take your calls this hour. We'll be joined in the third hour by an expert on AI and transhumanism, Joe Allen. Talk to us about what lies ahead for the non-human future of planet Earth. I also want to take your phone calls. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. I probably should have asked the crew. There's like there's two members of my crew working today. I don't know where everybody else is. Hope they're okay. <laughs> Waving to us. Yeah, why not? They're, they're just, you know, bu- busy printing out 200 uh, articles for me and gathering all the videos. But uh, why not? Let's stick them on the phones while we're at it. one 877 taking your calls this hour. But we do have a lot to cover, so let's continue. 
this is just from our political stack. And again, every single one of these stories we could spend hours upon hours on. The Intercept has this story. FBI hoovering up DNA at a pace that rivals China. The FBI now holds 21 million samples and counting. The FBI has amassed 21.7 million DNA profiles, equivalent to about 7% of the U.S. population, according to the Bureau data re- uh, reviewed by The Intercept. The FBI aims to nearly double its current $56.7 million budget for dealing with its DNA catalog, with an additional $53.1 million, according to its budget request for the fiscal year 2024. The requested resources will allow the FBI to process the rapidly increasing number of DNA samples collected by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. The appeal for an increase says... Gee, I didn't, even, I didn't even mean for this story to immediately follow the story about how aspects of your DNA can actually be specifically targeted to create ethnic-specific viruses. But isn't that a coincidence? In an April 2023 20, statement submitted to Congress to explain the budget request, FBI Director Christopher Wray cited several factors that had significantly expanded the DNA processing requirements of the FBI. They've collected nine... 90,000 samples a month, over 10 times the historic sample volume. It's just, I mean, why, why they should even be collecting DNA, sort of disturbing. The Intercept has a story, mission creep in FBI's DNA. The FBI began building a DNA database as early as 1990 and 1998. It helped create a national database called Combined DNA Index System, or CODIS, that spanned all 50 states. Each state maintained its own database with police and other authorities submitting samples based on their state's rules. And, of course, they you know, say like, well, we have to – we're collecting DNA from all the illegal immigrants. So, I mean, we have to really step it up here. Let's go. You mean the, the policy that you have. The policy that the federal government has to let in millions upon millions of people, now it means they have to you know, really ramp up their DNA collecting database. No. So you cause the problem, and then your solution is spying on the American people at the DNA level. Fantastic. We have this. Michigan police memos raised concerns about possible nationwide voter registration fraud scheme. This is from justthenews.com, published yesterday. Michigan authorities suspected there was a possible voter registration fraud scheme occurring across multiple states during the 2020 election and were concerned enough to bring in the FBI, according to police memos reviewed by Just the News. But what happened since remains mostly a mystery. According to the dozens of pages of police reports from the Muskegon Police Department and Michigan State Police, a firm called GBI Strategies, was under scrutiny as an organization central to alleged voter registration fraud in the 2020 presidential election, which was first investigated by city and state authorities before the FBI took over. Contacts between local law enforcement and the FBI continued all the way into 2022, but there's no evidence of what happened after the memos obtained by Just the News uh, through State Freedom of uh, Information Act requests. Police in Michigan interviewed GBI Strategies employees there and cited specific instances of registrations that appeared suspicious or fraudulent, the memo shows. One state police memo described the possible crime being investigated as election fraud by forgery. So the local police discovered this. They were suspicious. They do investigations. They find evidence that would point to a widespread nationwide vote rigging process. They hand it over to the FBI, and it goes totally dark and silent and gets covered up and is never heard from again. While the FBI, you know, stages terrorist attacks to, uh, you know, kidnap the governor. Washington Post has actually 
get this, fact check Joe Biden. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What a, what a unique occurrence. I kind of just love this headline. Biden loves to retell certain stories. Some aren't credible. It's like, what a weird way to report this. It's like, not only does Biden lie, some of his standard go-to stories about his life are lies. He lies so much that it's like they're sitting there at the Washington Post newsroom like, look, we've let him tell this story 15 times and never fact-check him once on this. Let's get all the stories that he's told over and over and over, the ones we have not fact-checked, even though he tells them in public every week or so, and let's just put them all in one big article. Right. Otherwise, it'd it'd be like Donald Trump. It'd be like when Donald Trump was president. And every time Biden went out to speak, you'd have fact check documents telling you how Joe Biden is lying about everything all the time. Instead, they let him lie for years. And then they do one big article just being like, yeah, he lies about everything all the time, everywhere. Everything, his whole life is a lie, is all of his experiences are lies, tangible, provable, unquestionable lies like you. You don't even have to do research to figure this out he's literally up there like i I played for the for the first negro baseball league it's like no you didn't joe what are you talking about they don't call him on anything anything at all president biden like many politicians even in this article they're like but this isn't weird or, or bad or anything he's just like everyone else he's such a good president president biden like many other politicians Likes to tell stories, stories that attempt to connect his life story with his audience and make up a central part of his persona. Keeping up with politics is – but basically they're all lies. They say Biden's propensity to exaggerate or embellish tales about his life led to doubts about his truthfulness. Contemporary news reports on the House fire do not match his telling of it, fanning criticism that he lied to a vulnerable audience. So this is relating to when he went to Maui, who's – Citizens have had their entire lives consumed by an out-of-control wildfire started and made worse by the incompetency of the Democrats that run the place. And he's like, ah, one time my house burned down. I almost lost my cool car. And the reality is that like his toaster caught on fire for a little bit. Yeah, at a certain point, the media is like, all right, we got to say something. We have to say something here. Making us all look like fools. They're like, yeah, some of the stories he tells aren't true. Satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down to the ashes of history. The trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are discovering the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith we put our trust, we put our destiny in the hands of God. This has been said a trillion times. If God be with us, who can be against us? 
I have been in a 28 year life silver bullet colloidal silver has I finally returned nowhere. to celebrate this very high politics in America. We're slashing ten dollars off the asking price, passing the savings bond range. Silver bullet is the answer to Alex's expensive search. Yes, I persevered. Silver listeners and utilizes high quality processes and has applications for both preparedness We're having regular use. Right now at Info. You're listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, uh, let me just continue with the coverage of politics here for a second. We'll play a video and then go out to your phone calls. Of course, go to InfoWarsStore.com right now if you want to get your hands on Bodies. It's 25% off, but selling out rapidly. Bodies is back. And it's a, a really incredible supplement for everyday use or when you, you know, just keep it in the medicine cabinet for when you need it. It is a game changer. Bodies turmeric supplement. 25% off right now and keeps us on the air and in the fight and telling you the truth when we are just drowning in a sea of lies as a country. Again, this this Washington Post article. I mean, it's it's almost funny. It's almost funny seeing the yoga master level of contortion that takes place when the uh, lies of the Democratic Party becomes just so massive and unrelenting that the mainstream media has to at least address it. Remember when Trump stopped being president, the mainstream media was like, all right, we're no longer fact-checking politicians. We tried it. It was fun while it lasted, but that's over now. They can lie with impunity from now on. That was just a Trump thing. We just wanted to take any vague statement Trump ever made, take it out of context, reconfabulate it, and then tell you it's fake because of our interpretation of it based on our own biases, which is exactly how it happens. I mean, we're talking about the ADL later, but I was just looking up like George Soros. And if you search – I mean George Soros has the best – PR you can possibly imagine. You can't even find information on DuckDuckGo. The man did an interview on 60 Minutes where he says in no uncertain terms he helped the Nazis. He was a collaborator. He helped confiscate Jewish people's belongings. Every fact check outlet in existence says this is totally false. And they say, no, George Soros was not a Nazi collaborator. He was a victim of the Holocaust. And they sort of admit they go, yeah, you know, he did. uh, He did help confiscate uh, Jewish people's things. But that's not the same. As collaborating with the Nazis. Sure, being a henchman of the Nazis and collecting the belongings of Jews and then saying you're completely unrepentant, have no guilt, and it was the best time of your life, that's what – it's survival. That's because he was traumatized by it. So like it's crazy. It's like is the statement true? Yes, absolutely. Do they say it's true? No, they say it's false because they're like, but he had to. Did he though? So that's how fact checks usually work. Uh, but, you know, sometimes the Washington Post has to has to address certain things. Now, they actually I mean, again, it's it is almost hilarious. Like they say this. Sometimes the stories turn out to be largely true. Well, that's what you want to hear about the 
the honesty and integrity of your president, right? Sometimes the stories turn out to be largely true. (laughs) Okay, good. So in other words, most of the time they turn out to be completely false. Sometimes only part of the story is false. That's what you're saying with that sentence. Got to learn how to read these stories. Sometimes the stories turn out to be large. Sometimes these stories turn out to be largely true. Such as the one about a confrontation as a 19-year-old lifeguard with a gang leader named Corn Pop. That's true, apparently. Apparently, he really does have hairy legs. Wonderful. Others fall short. They fall short, by which they mean are lies. They fall short, you know, of being true. So they're lies, is what they're saying. As president, Joe Biden, and this is, this is amazing, okay? The sentence that they're trying to say is, as president, Joe continually lies about things we know to be false. That's what they mean to say. That's what they should say. If they were an honest organization, that's what they would say. Instead, what they say is, as president, Biden has continued a tradition of embellishing personal tales in ways that cannot be verified or are directly refuted by contemporary accounts. He is continuing a tradition of embellishing his personal tales in ways that cannot be verified or are directly refuted by contemporary translation. Carries on a tradition. Biden continually lies about things we know to be factually wrong. Things that we know the true story of, he just keeps lying about over and over. This to them is a tradition of embellishing. Okay. The response to this from White House Press Secretary Andrew Bates is, quote, President Biden has brought honesty and integrity back to the Oval Office. Yeah, well, you just asserted enough. I guess that's how reality works. According to these people's interpretation. So they go through the stories that are complete, blatant, ridiculous, laughable lies that he tells over and over and over every couple of days. The tale of the fire in his house. At least six times as president, mostly in recent comments, uh, most recently in comments to Hurricane Adalia victims. Uh, Biden has exaggerated this story. He says things like uh, the fire was burning between beams in the house and almost collapsed into the basement. The reality is uh, the flames were uh, contained to one room. There wasn't even smoke damage in the rest of the house. It was a tiny nothing, but he talks about this like it was uh, an inferno. The tale of the Amtrak conductor. These are like uh, the tall tales of Biden. You could write a book. Uh, Biden and the tale of the Amtrak conductor. At least 10 times as president, most recently during an August 15th speech in Milwaukee, Biden has told a heartwarming but implausible story about an Amtrak conductor named Angelo Negri, who congratulated him for traveling on Amtrak more than he had on Air Force planes. He talks about this uh, anecdote all the time. The problem is that uh, this dude uh, doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, Biden off. This is great. A little. little little toss away line here biden often adds true story yeah he often embellishes his lie with the term true story are you telling me that corn pop's not real no corn pop is real oh okay corn pop's apparently corn pop's the only real thing that's ever happened to joe biden that's the only story that uh, is actually confirmable can we get i want corn pop on this show can we get corn pop anybody have corn pop's number I just assumed Corn Pop was fake. Washington Post seems convinced. So anyway, uh, the conductor doesn't exist. Never told him that. Joe Biden and the tale of the gay men in suits kissing. That's the next Harry Potter book of uh, the the Joe Biden life. Joe Biden and the tale of gay men in suits kissing. (laughs) 
Michigan. It's just this guy sucks, man. He sucks so hard. It's it's awful. Three times this year and at least seven times since 2014, Biden has told a version of this story uh, about seeing uh, gay men in suits kissing each other in the 60s. And his father is like, Joe, it's simple. They love each other. Well, they're just some loving homos, Joe. Look at watch them. Watch them. Take it in, Joe. See those men in suits kissing there? I know it's the early 60s and people get literally killed for this type of thing, but not us, Joe. Not us Bidens. Keep watching. Look how one's sticking his tongue down the other's throat. This is love, Joe. (laughs) Okay. Joe Biden and the tale of his civil rights arrest. Yeah, no. So it's just, you know, things he lies about are just like the virtue signaling stuff, right? He's just like, yeah, I've loved gay men since the 60s. I uh, I drive Amtrak. I got arrested for protesting civil rights. I have a heroic uncle in the family. Again, I'm telling you, somebody can make a bundle writing these stories. Joe Biden and the tale of the heroic uncle in the family hospital. Talk about his uncle Frank fought in, the, fought in the Battle of the Bulge in World War II and was awarded a Purple Heart, but uh, never received it. Turns out that wasn't true either. That is a small spattering. Just a smattering of lies from Joe Biden that he tells over and over and over again, even though we know the truth. Incontrovertible evidence that all of the things he says are false. And they're just like, you know, now that he said these stories 10, 12 times in public, let's just put them all in one article. Fact check them all at once. Talk about how great he is. Now, wonderful. Call it a tradition of embellishment. A, a long, proud Separately, tradition. Separately, we got some really, 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 other leading brains are like 70% humanoid. Uh, most brains are 5% human. And, 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 and that still does a great thing for you. This is the strongest anybody makes. 95% for humanoid. I am so glad this is back. I have been out of this myself for months. We've been sold out of this for almost seven months. Bodies over similar formula. Back in stock, 25% off. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Is powered by this key formula. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I hear you. I hear you. We're, we're moving on. We're not talking about old Joe anymore. You can go to Fox News for that if you want. I mean, it is absurd. It is insane, the level it's gotten to. It is necessary to understand the true depths of dishonesty that our media has descended into. To get a fully comprehensive understanding of just how corrupt our entire system has become. So I don't regret doing it, but... There's so much other stuff to talk about that only InfoWars will, so that's what I need to be covering here. I'm saving, I'm saving a good chunk of it for when we welcome Joe Allen in the third hour. 
After all, he is an expert in AI and transhumanism, and boy, is there a lot of that these days. Very disturbing ways. But a major story began last night. Hashtag ban the ADL. Infowars has the story. Hashtag ban the ADL trends on Twitter after ADL CEO meets with ex-CEO on expanding censorship. Hashtag ban the ADL went viral on Twitter slash X on Thursday. After the the Anti-Defamation League CEO Jonathan Greenblatt revealed he had a meeting with ex-CEO Linda Yaccarino on expanding censorship in the name of fighting hate. He put out a tweet that said, I had a very frank slash productive conversation with Lindy, uh, uh, whatever her name is. What's, what's her name? Lindsay. Uh, yesterday about Twitter, what works and what doesn't, where it needs to uh, go to address hate effectively on the platform. Greenblatt, a pro-Israel lobbyist and leading voice of Internet censorship, said, Quote, I appreciate her reaching out, and I'm hopeful the service will improve at ADL will be vigilant and give her and Elon Musk credit if the service gets better and reserve the right to call them out until it does. This was a was a, a mistake, I think. I think this was a mistake because then came the deluge, the absolute unrelenting stream of facts about a, about the ADL published by the likes of uh, well, a lot of guests on this show, actually. Keith Woods, guest of American Journal, sort of uh, led the charge. Jake Shields, recent guest, is a major figure in this. You also had uh, Gage. I forget his first name. John Gage, what's his? Uh, he's a good account. I'm blanking on his name right now. I feel bad. Anthony Gage? Where is it? Lucas. Lucas Gage. That's what it is. Lucas Gage. And I mean, I don't even have time to go through all the stuff that that's reported because it's just what the ADL does. It's just you just list what the ADL does and it becomes obvious what a evil, despicable, anti-American organization this is. Now, they act as though they speak for Jews. They shield themselves with the claim that any opposition to them is anti-Semitism. That's ridiculous. As Jake Shield said on Twitter yesterday, that's like the KKK saying that you hate white people if you don't like the KKK. This is a distinct organization that has its own policy of censorship and extortion and training the FBI to go after their political enemies. And they can and should be criticized for everything that they do that is in violation of deeply held American beliefs. And morality. Former UFC MMA fighter Jake Shields and Irish nationalist Keith Woods led the charge against the ADL's latest censorship push and together with many others got hashtag ban the ADL trending. And I just I. It's so funny. It's so funny that they're called the Anti-Defamation League. And I don't know how to put that. I mean, I was thinking maybe like a skit or something where it's the conversation back and forth where it's like. We're putting in new censorship, a new censorship program. Oh, really? Who's going to head it? The ADL, you know, the Anti-Defamation League. You know them, right? They're against defamation. Oh, yeah. What do they do? They like, uh, like stop people from, from speaking badly about Jews. Like what is it exactly that they do? Oh, you know, they just uh, 
While they were founded to protect a convicted uh, pedophile, rapist, and murderer, they think the uh, OK sign or saying that it's OK to be white or the numbers 11 and 83 and 21 and 14 and – well, actually, 17% of the numbers, 1 through 100, are all uh, hate symbols. All of these are hate symbols. They you know, create advertiser boycotts to financially extort companies like Twitter into giving them oversight. And they advise the FBI about white Christians being the biggest terror threat. And they also train every new FBI recruit. And they have 150 U.S. mayors pledged to enact their programs at the local level. And they hold courses about white guilt and white privilege. And they dox their political opponents. And they call actual genocide in South Africa a white supremacist conspiracy theory and say you shouldn't talk about it. And they're partnered with PayPal to ban people from making money. And they label people anti-Semitic for criticizing unrepentant confiscator and political kingpin George Soros, and they advocate for replacement migration, and they tried to get Tucker Carlson fired for talking about replacement migration, all while advocating for ethnic supremacy forever in Israel. So they're despicable, censorious hypocrites. They are self-appointed, unelected Jewish overlords. They deserve no respect. They have no right to say anything to anybody. They are hate mongers of the highest degree. They are the defamation league whose entire existence consist mostly of demonizing regular decent people you know 17 they they say that there are 17 hate numbers between 1 and 100 right 14 is a hate number because of the 14 words 88 is a hate number number because h is the eighth letter of the alphabet and hh stands for hail hitler so 88 is a hate 83 stands for hail christ and that's also a Hate symbol, according to the ADL, because if you say, I love Christ, that's hate, according to these people. And there's it's not a it's not out of the question. And I just thought I'd, I'd make this point quickly. I'll maybe I'll make that in the next I'll make that in the next one, because I do want to go out to calls. Um, and if I just start rambling about the ADL, it'll never end. So uh, let's go first to Hammer Hardy in Florida. You want to talk about Joe Biggs. Hammer Hardy. Thank you for calling in. Uh, you're on the air, sir. Hey, Harrison. Good morning. Thanks morning. for taking my call. I, I do want to give my uh, sympathies uh, for Joe Biggs and uh, his family. I um, I did have the pleasure of meeting him once. Um, I used to follow him on social media. Definitely a humble guy. You know, not um, you know he's he's not too good or or too um, proud to talk to his followers and communicate. You know, and get back to you know messages and. And live streams and stuff like that. A true leader. In in, in any other situation on planet Earth, this man would be like in charge of armies. He would be promoted to the top of whatever field he was in. He's a charismatic guy, a thoughtful guy, but yeah, a humble guy and a a real like just innate leader of men. And that's that's why that's what made him dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um and, and not to take away from it, but uh, there's a, another person that was just arrested for the J6 incident um, on Hello. Tuesday. He was uh, picked up. Um, his, his name's uh, Philip Anderson. He's been a guest on the show before. He was the guy that did the free speech rally in San Francisco and got attacked by Antifa. Yep, absolutely. I, I actually had, uh, yeah. I had a story about his arrest yesterday, but I didn't cover. Yeah, Philip Anderson, he was uh, actually next to Roseanne Boyland, and he'd been assured by the feds that he was not 
under arrest. He would not be under arrest. Like last year, they told him, like, now we reviewed it. I'm pretty sure Philip Anderson was like knocked out. Like he's like laying on the ground next to Roseanne Boylan. Uh, but they had they did arrest him Tuesday. No, they're continuing to arrest people. They're going to continue to arrest thousands of people. This is not over by a long shot. There's a lot more persecution and uh, tyranny to go around. So thank you for the call, uh, Hammer Hardy, and, and a, our prayers out to all these people. And, and it just really reinforces this is not a game that we're playing. This is real life with real consequences. And we have to take all of this into account. Cameron in Florida has called in about Joe Biggs as well. Thanks for calling in, Cameron. A few seconds left in the segment, but they're yours. Go ahead. Uh, you hung up on us. All right. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left in this uh, segment, so we'll go back to your phone calls on the other side. I'll take this time to remind you that there are massive sales going on at Infowars.com. We have understood the seriousness and the reality of this situation for a long time. We'll continue to fight regardless of the threats that we are under. And I just, it's just getting worse and worse, folks. And uh, it's only going to stop when we stop them. It's only going to get back to normal when we force their hand because they are not. Our world is so full of hype. We are force fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and all the things we try to bring into our bodies to change who we are, are only lowering us, they're only making us more depressed, in the end they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within, really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com forward slash show, share clips. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. And please get products that empower your life that keep us on here. Body's old turmeric formula, the highest quality criminoid, amazing for your entire body. What it does is an antioxidant. It does your joints, your bones, anti-inflammatory. It's next level. It's the best. It is back in stock. Discount at InfoWarsStore.com. It's sold out of mineral fusion. It's incredible. But we have not sold out of X3. It's still 40% off, but it'll be sold out today. X3, InfoWarsStore.com or triple a two five three three one three nine will be 10 weeks or more till we get more in it's the missing link in your body everybody needs to have this it makes you resilient a lot stronger also uh, we have the other great products like nitric boost that are so good to clean out your blood your heart your brain the natural compounds god gave us nitric boost everybody needs it infowarsstore.com or triple a two five three three one three nine we got books films t-shirts water filters more infowarsstore.com or triple a two five three three one three nine you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video all right welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is american journal infowars.com band.video infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us i have with me mr richard gage he is uh, San Francisco Bay Area architect Richard Gage, AIA member, that is the American Institute of Architects and founder and former CEO of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. He, along with his courageous wife and assistant Gail, 
continues to lead the charge towards a real investigation into the destruction of all three World Trade Center skyscrapers on September 11th, 2001. You can find his website at Richard Gage, and that's Gage spelled G-A-G-E, richardgage911.org. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Mr. Gage. Well, thank you, Harrison. It's awesome to be here with you. Well, it's uh, my pleasure to have you, and I guess just just to start off, Give us the overview. Why is 9-11 and the truth about what happened that day something that Americans should still be invested in and concerned about and paying attention to here two-plus decades on? Well, let's think about it. Um, What we've shown for 18 years now with Richard Gage 9-11 and uh, AE 9-11 truth before that is the uh, explosive demolition, the proof for explosive demolition of all three World Trade Center skyscrapers on 9-11. And, and so what would that mean? I mean, we're going to go through the evidence piece by piece here. But what that means is that uh, essentially because uh, NORAD had to stand down, the government had to have been uh, involved at high levels, uh, the media was uh, obviously complicit in, in uh, getting... Manipulating people to a run-up to war through fear of uh, fundamentalist uh, Muslims. Well, they couldn't have gotten into the high, most highly secure buildings in the world. Three of them outside the Pentagon. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about a vast conspiracy. But it all goes back to the evidence. So, I always start with the evidence. What am I talking about? First, I think we should understand that a third tower came down that day. This is. Um, at 5.20 p.m., World Trade Center Building 7, a 47-story skyscraper that was not hit by a plane. Nevertheless, after witnesses hear explosions, it drops like a rock straight down, uniformly, symmetrically, into its own footprint in under seven seconds. Well, wait a minute. We've all seen this uh, on TV before like the old hotels in Las Vegas, right? right? This is obviously a controlled demolition, and that's what the aftermath, the scientific forensic evidence in the aftermath, reveals to us. What do I mean by that? Evidence of extreme heat uh, provided to us in a metallurgical examination by FEMA in their Appendix C of their Building Performance Assessment Team report that came out in May of 2002. What do they give us? They give us hot sulfur corrosion attack on the steel, liquid molten iron invading the grain boundaries of the steel, silver dollar-sized holes in the World Trade Center 7 and the Twin Towers steel. Well, guess what? Office fires, the official cause of all three of these buildings, collapsed, and Building 7 wasn't hit by a plane, uh, cannot and never have in history brought down a steel-frame fire-protected building like these, ever, not one. Uh, not even after 9-11 when we have a dozen examples of fully engulfed fires in skyscrapers. So there's a real problem here with the official narrative from NIST, the National Institute of Standards and Technology, who was tasked by Congress to explain these collapses to the American people. We have a huge problem. That's Building 7. And, uh, and, we, and Building 7, by the way, in the aftermath, we have molten iron seen by the first responders uh, flowing like lava, they say, and, and many, many 
examples, photos, and videos of molten uh, material pouring out, in fact, of the South Tower minutes prior to its collapse. Well, where does that come from? Molten iron is the byproduct of thermite. Uh, thermite, an incendiary used by the military to cut through steel like a hot knife through butter. So we got real problems now uh, in the aftermath uh, uh, w- uh, of, this, of this building. Uh, for instance, the U.S. Geological Survey finds in the aftermath of all the World Trade Center dust samples, uh, m- molten iron microspheres, previously molten, but uh, about the diameter of a human hair, and uh, what does that mean? That's the byproduct of thermite, molten iron, at 4,000 degrees, by the way. As, uh, fires, the official cause of these buildings collapse, can only create temperatures of typically 500 to 1,000 degrees at, at, at almost the worst. Most of them, uh, two to 500 degrees, even as conducted tests conducted by NIST uh, and uh, in their metallographic paint analysis, so we can't account for the molten iron in the uh, the temperatures associated with it either uh, in in the official narrative right. whatsoever. The fire's uh, jet fuel only burns at 600 degrees Fahrenheit. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a vast uh, conspiracy to, to to shut down all of this information because NIST didn't deal with it. They threw away the metallurgical examination handed to them on a silver platter by FEMA, which uh, proves uh, the molten iron. The first responders are witnesses not only of molten iron and steel, uh, but, and, and there's, there's many of them. We can't go through all of them today, right. but uh, we also have the evidence of uh, ignited thermite in the form of these molten iron spheres, but unignited thermite in the form of uh, nanothermite, uh, small red-gray chips, red on one side, gray on the other. They're, these are, they look like paint, but they're attracted to a magnet, so they have a high iron content. So mm. this is a real problem. What's, what's iron, the main ingredient of thermite, uh, used by the military, again, to cut through steel like a hot knife through butter, in uh, these paint chips, which they thought they were paint, but uh, so they do some tests. They they find out uh, that uh, these chips have uh, aluminum and iron in them, the ingredients of thermite, uh, through uh, X-ray energy dispersive spectroscopy. They get real curious. They put it in a heater at uh, 758 degrees. They expand rapidly um, and issue what? Molten iron microspheres. So we know exactly where those billions of molten iron microspheres found by the USGS, but not explained, uh, came from. Uh, and the EPA says there's so many of them, they're, they're a signature element of the World Trade Center dust, but they don't know where they came from. R.J. Lee, uh, an, a consulting engineer, says, my God, they were um, formed during the event, not before, by the welders putting the buildings together, not afterward by the iron workers taking it apart, but actually during the event. So. We have the evidence of ignited thermite there and unignited thermite in these red-gray chips, and the unignited thermite produces the evidence of ignited thermite Mm. in these spheres. So what do we do with all of this? We take it to a court of law, uh, a grand jury investigation, which is what we've done. We've submitted 60 uh, exhibits 
of all of this evidence, including the explosions heard by 156 first responders before many of them, before the towers ever came down. Uh, so we, we've got that evidence and the evidence of freely flying structural steel sections out of the towers 80 miles an hour laterally, landing 600 feet in all directions out of the towers, such that most of that steel is outside the towers, and uh, so it can't be available half the way to the building to crush the building. Right. We're told that the upper part drove the rest of the building down and then crushed itself. Well, that 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 uh, obviously didn't happen because we would have seen it in the videos. Uh, the upper part is destroyed in the first three seconds. After that, we have this geometry of fireworks, freely flying structural steel sections weighing four to eight tons, uh, landing in the building skyscrapers all around them, destroying the Winter Gardens 600 feet away. So that's what we're going to be doing at Ground Zero today, uh, handing out um, flyers of the evidence that we're giving to the U.S. attorney and a federal judge to be given for a special grand jury investigation, and that'll be included in our film, 9-11 Crime Scene to Courtroom, where Mick Harrison and I, litigation director of the Lawyers Committee for 9-11 Inquiry, are presenting the evidence to a grand jury in the context of a special grand jury investigation. So we're, we've filmed that. And now we're in editing, and people can help okay, well, co-produce that, that's, it. That's very exciting. We'll we'll have to uh, talk more about that on the other side. Richard Gage nine one one dot org is where you can find uh, all of this information and more. And this really is, I mean, this is the key to awakening. And as much as you know, Infowars and and probably our audience has heard a lot of this, there are still probably the majority of people do not know even that a third building fell on September 11th. You can get them to start asking questions about what happened on September 11th. Then the whole corrupt facade comes crumbling down. No pun intended. We'll be right back. For everything the globalists hit us with, God through Mother Nature has given us the answer. I don't have to sell you on CBD oil, full spectrum CBD oil, the incredible things it does for your nerves, your brain, uh, your entire physiological system, for your nervous system particularly. Everybody knows it's incredible. It works. We have the strongest, best CBD oil you're going to find anywhere at the lowest price. Yes, you can find this same CBD oil for 30% more because that's who we're getting it from. Made right here in Central Texas. Our private label name is Rebel Zen. Rebel Zen is a private label of one of the top three or four CBD makers in the country. It's based right here in Texas, and we're giving it to you at 30% off. And here's what's even crazier. 30% off of what they're selling it for. They're selling theirs for 30% off what their competitors are. So this is the highest rated, already at the lowest price, now even a lower price. Rebels in. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com now. 